This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We have a conversation with a consumer educator at FNB for Limpopo, Mushibudi Sibola, talking to us about wills as we are observing National Week, uh, Wills Month rather, and talking all about what we should be putting into our will. Like, what do we include as part of our last uh, will and testament? You know, so we're going to be getting into that conversation shortly. But I want to find out from you, like, your concerns in jail. When we talk wills, when you think wills, what are some of the concerns that you have, right? Do let me know on 079-899-6226. Uh, those are the things that we will be talking about shortly. Uh, I, I think for me, it would definitely be the accessibility of uh, the person who is in charge of making sure that everybody who is in the will knows that they are in it, knows what they are getting. Uh, and, and sometimes my concern is, you know, people have found ways of working around a lot of different things, you know, like policies and investments investments and so forth. People have found a, a way around swindling people who are the rightful heirs to the, uh, to whatever it is that somebody has left behind. And then you find Jiggy Jiggy, this person uh, was a, a beneficiary in this policy, but they didn't find because somebody found a way to, you know, to steal that money from them, to swindle that money from them. Is it possible with wills that somebody might try and swindle my child out of his inheritance? I think that is for me the biggest, like the biggest concern. So we're going to be talking about it shortly. FNP brings you hashtag help yourself, a financial education program. FNP is a division of First Rand Bank Limited. So F&B Consumer Educator in Limpopo Moshiwuri Sibola is joining me on the line for a conversation on the importance of wills as we observe National Wills Month. Good morning, Moshiwuri. Thank you so much for your time. How are you doing? Good morning, Ms. Chakani. I'm well, thanking yourself. Good morning to you and to the listeners as well. We are well, thank you, and looking forward to this conversation. And I think also because it's National Wills Month and we're learning all about wills with the hashtag Help Yourself, uh, which is a financial education program, of course, brought to you by FNB. So this week we're focusing on how to create and manage a will, you know, from the things that you need to put into your will and how to manage the contents or the things that you have put into your will. Uh, let's start with the kind of things that listeners should consider putting in their will. Okay, thank you so much, Ustakani. Once more, happy Wills Month to all the listeners. So, to answer your question, uh, Ustakani, every person's situation is unique, which means that uh, every will will be different. So, mm. there are some common elements that they consider, including more especially when they, they write things on their will. The first one is very important that they state their, their personal details, which includes their full name, where they live, uh, a declaration uh, that they intend this document to be the last will and testament, rather than any other will that they have made in the past. It's very mm. important that they state things such as their marital status. So whether you are married, divorced, widowed, or in a common law marriage, if you have children, uh, it's very important that you also include uh, how many children you do have. And if you have any adopted children or stepchildren as well, make sure that yeah. you do include them. And then the other thing is that you should also designate an executor who will be responsible for managing the, the estate, which includes distributing the assets, settling debts, handling legal matters. So mm. specify the beneficiaries as well. This one is, is, is super important as to who will receive your assets. 
uh, whether it's, it's your family members, your friends, charities, organizations, include uh, an alternative uh, beneficiary in case your primary beneficiary passes away uh, before you. Okay. And if you have a minor uh, children, name a guardian who will take care of them in the event of your death. Mm. Uh, detail the assets that you want to distribute, which includes your bank statements, your real estate in, uh, investments, your personal possessions, and, and, and. So, also say how uh, any debt that you might have uh, should be uh, should be monitored. Uh, say, for example, if you have a home loan, uh, if those home loans are, are to be paid, it's very important that you state as to what should happen. Uh, do you have uh, a, a life cover or life insurance policy okay. that would make sure that it, it, it pays off the home loan? Such things are very important. Uh, and it's part of adulting. In your will as well, it's very important that you include as to how you wish to be buried yeah. uh, or maybe cremated. So specify even simple things such as uh, central arrangements that are when you prefer as an individual. Sure, it's part of adulting, you say. <laughs> yeah, part of adulting is again, yeah. <laughs> so, so for our listeners who haven't made a will yet and want to draw up one, where should they start? Okay. So, I believe that we are having like a meaningful conversation that is super, super important. We will always mm. uh, emphasize on on the importance of, of people making sure that they write wills and they, 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 they should make sure that firstly, uh, when doing up a will, they should know that it's not expensive at all as they might think. Many people are afraid because they might think well, it's a bit expensive. It's not expensive. Uh, one option is to get a simple will online or for maybe a stationary shop. This is a good idea if you want your affairs um, uh, 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 to be listed by you and you know that they are not even complicated. Mm. Another option is to get a lawyer uh, to help you draw your will. More especially if you know what age you are having so many assets and your situation is a bit complicated. Yeah. This is a good idea because um, it, it, it will help you to distribute your assets accordingly and amongst your chosen beneficiaries. So some financial institutions like banks, they also offer free services that can help you to plan, uh, to draw up a will and even uh, safely store it for you. Uh, when it comes to the time that the executor should, should be distributing the, the, the assets, they'll also tell you as to how much is the fee that you're going to pay as an individual. The most important thing is for us to make sure that we make sure that our wills are legally valid. This means that it must be in writing, either handwritten by hand typed or printed with a date and your signature at the end. Uh, and, 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 and the other thing is that um, you need to make sure that this is done in front of the commissioner of, of, of oath. And it must be witnessed by two or more people. Say, for example, it can be your friends, your neighbors, or your co-workers that are not beneficiaries in your will. Mm. So the, the contents of a will sound like quite sensitive information. Is there a way of keeping it private? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, there is. Thank you for the question. So your will uh, is a confidential document and you are free to, to leave your, your property or possessions to anyone that you want in any way that you choose. Uh, so you don't uh, you, you also don't have to discuss or share the content of your will with anyone uh, not even even your spouse <laughs> so however when you pass away and yeah. your assets are being distributed uh, people with um, a vested interest in your will can ask 
to know what it contains, for example, any immediate family member of yours. So once all the affairs in your will have been dealt with, uh, it becomes what is called a public record so that it is open to anyone who chooses to, to search for it. Sure. So, I mean, it makes sense to be able to keep the details of your will private. But mm-hmm. what about where your will is kept, like for safety? Surely you don't want your loved ones to be able to search for it after you have passed away. Okay. So... You're quite correct, as a Um Storing your will in, in, in a safe and, and, and an accessible uh, location is important to ensure that it can be easily found and used when needed, mm. especially because the master's office or the court will only accept the original version of your will and not a copy. So this means that your will should be stored in a safe and secure place where it's protected from any possible damage like floods or fire, so many people, they choose to store their wills in, in a safe deposit box or at a, a, a bank or at any financial institution. However, keep in mind that if, if the box is, is, is solely in your name and you pass away, it might be difficult for your family to access the box without the legal procedure. So mm-hmm. if you have your, your will drawn up uh, with the help of the lawyer or a bank, they will usually store it securely for you in their office. And then if you have named an executor, uh, you might consider giving them a copy of your will and maybe can just decide to let them know that uh, there is a, a will and where should they find the original will. This can help to ensure that your wishes are carried out as smoothly as can. And then in addition uh, to a physical copy, you might consider storing a digital copy um, of your will because even these days we can see that uh, things have changed. We are now in the 4IR. So mm. that's where you'll be able to, to set up passwords that uh, are protected and then on your computer you, you make sure that you also save it in, in, in a trusted cloud um, storage service. So in, in, in closing, it's a good idea to tell uh, your few trusted family members, especially your executives, where your will is stored so that they can find it when you are no longer around. Mm, so, I mean, we've spoken a lot about what happens before you die and the will, but what happens mm-hmm. when the inevitable happens? Then, you know, it all falls to your executor, right? And, and what are some of the responsibilities and rules that the executor has to follow? Okay. So, um, when your family or like the executor uh, gives you gives you like the certificate or and and, and, and the master's office, which is the, the government mm. department that deals with wills, so the executor will, will be officially appointed. So, an executor can be anyone that you trust. Um, it can be a friend, can be a lawyer, or a family member. But they can be a, an executor if they are, they are still um, minor. So, for example, if they are still under the age of 18, or a person who has been declared insolvent or, or, or bankrupt. So, you can appoint more than one executor. So, for example, as I mentioned earlier, on a family member or a lawyer. The mm. first thing that they will do is that they will create a list of everything that you own and everything that you owe. What you own, what you owe. And then this will then be advertised in the in the government cassette and a local newspaper in case um, there are any people that have claims against your estate. So, for example, any outstanding credit card debts. So then from there, the executor will then use your assets to pay any outstanding debts that you might have left behind or any claims that needs to be settled. And then finally, they will then distribute their assets and then uh, that, that are left to the remaining beneficiaries. 
Sure. Um, it, it is one process that is very, very important. So to avoid people saying, I lost out on my inheritance or uh, it's very important for us to have this particular document. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Sure. Thank you so much for your time, Zishibu. I I really do appreciate it, and I think this conversation was an eye opener. I look forward to having more conversations with you. It's always a pleasure, Thank you. There you have it, man. It's 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 something that is quite important, right? So why do we not have it? And we asked this question yesterday, and we we got the reasons of why we don't have it. But today we got an answer of why we definitely should have it. It's of paramount importance, as some politicians uh, would put it. It is very very important for us to have this particular document. Uh, so let's go back and revisit this conversation and try and do our absolute best to ensure that we do draft one. And maybe perhaps you forgotten about yours. Go back and then uh, do your edits that you'd like to do. Amend your will if you need to do so. Uh, but I, I hope that we took this conversation very seriously. Wills. We all know we need one. But how many of us have one? Why is it so important? How do you go about drafting one? Tune in to F&B's hashtag help yourself this September to learn the ins and outs of wills. From making sure your loved ones are taken care of and your possessions are distributed according to your wishes to legacy and estate planning and drafting a legally valid document. Hashtag help yourself. The financial education program brought to you by F&B, a division of First Rand Bank Limited. Hashtag help yourself is a financial education program brought to you by F&B, a division of First Rand Bank Limited. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.